Well, hello there. My name is Susan Hamilton. You're watching Offbeat Business TV or listening to the Offbeat Business Show on OBBM Radio or the OBBM Podcast Network. Today, I'm talking with Steve Mangum about cryptocurrency. You're listening to the Offbeat Business Show, rebuilding American business influence locally, nationally, and abroad bringing you experienced insight for a strong, influential brand and successful life in business. Here's your host, Susan Hamilton. Because friends, we understand who you are. We represent the 80% of American micro to small business that tend to be family-owned businesses of nine employees or less. That means we're building our businesses while we're raising our kids, taking care of our parents. We probably have a veteran or active duty in our family or workspace, and over 30% of us have an addict in our family or workspace. Today's local family business has a very different landscape than we did even 20 years ago. But we have opportunity. We've got opportunity like we never had before. And our job is to inspire you so you come away with one thing you can use immediately to improve what's going on in your business. So, Steve, I'm yeah. so grateful that you came today to talk to us about cryptocurrency because you're kind of like uh, a little secret that I keep in my back pocket. I want to know. When I want to know about cryptocurrency and what's going on, I ask you. So there's some things that you understand. Help us, help my audience understand a little bit more about you and how you came to under, to to understand cryptocurrency and speak to this. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. For, first, thanks for uh, inviting me to be here. And I do want to say, you know, I'm about uh, a little over two years into the cryptocurrency arena at all, yeah. and it all started. Uh, I'm a business development coach, and I did some uh, work, and a guy owed me two hundred dollars. And uh, he didn't have the money to pay me. He says, I want to pay you in, in uh, Bitcoin. And I said, well, I don't want Bitcoin. I want cash. Yeah. It, it, everybody out there probably would say the same thing. You know, it's like, I don't want, I want cash. You know, and he goes, well, I don't have it. It's either Bitcoin or it's nothing. I said, okay, well, give me the Bitcoin. So he gave me $200 worth of Bitcoin. And that was in, um, uh, that was in uh, December of 15. So like early 16. Right, right. Right? And... Um, it was a little bit under half a coin. It was going for like 440 a, a coin or something now. You know, so say a half a coin. Well, you know, this morning, I think it's at 7,700. So that $200 it was over, I don't know, what's that, the uh, $3,800, $3,850 or something from $200. So, uh, you know, I kind of backed into it. I was forced to take a little bit of it. And as I watched it grow, I, I got real interested in so learning about what Bitcoin is. It grew after you got it. Yeah, it went after from two hundred dollars to seventy, seventy uh, to uh, thirty-eight hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! In a year and a half, you know. And I thought, well, there's something to this. And as, it <laughs> start, yeah. as it started growing, I started buying other cryptocurrency and studying the blockchain. And uh, anything I say here is it financial advice. Uh, I'm just trying to communicate the basics to where people understand that the underlying technology of blockchain is a really big deal. I think it's going to make a bigger difference than the Internet. Oh, you know, that's just it. There are certain things in our landscape that, man, it's pivotal. When it happens, everything changes. The Internet was one of them. The, com- the computer was one of them. The telephone was one of them. You know, I mean, every once in a while something comes along and it just changes everything. And what I'm hearing, Steve, is that if the local family business is not able to take 
uh, cryptocurrency now, that boy, they better be able to by the end of this year. This is a, a place where you need to be able to take currencies you've never considered before. Absolutely true. Uh, and there's there's uh, like over a thousand different currencies now. Oh, how confusing. And, and they're coming out all the time and they're a little bit different. They run on different blockchains. It, uh, it can be very confusing. Uh, there's four major ones, four to six really major ones that have about 80% of the capitalization. But um, I'm a business development coach, so I know how businesses like the growth curve and the transition and when right. they start to accelerate and stuff. And uh, uh, the blockchain in Bitcoin's been in development about nine years, which that surprises everybody when they when they hear that. And we're just now uh, hitting the acceleration curve. The the early adopters were early on in the game, but the internet took uh, you know twenty to thirty years before it was before it was everywhere. But when it started um, when it started hitting, okay, uh, on all fours it accelerated very quickly and we're right before that acceleration right now. Mm, that's amazing. I remember I remember the conversations uh, when the great big phone came out and you were carrying this great big monster phone and everybody said, you know what, pretty soon you're going to be able to see television on that phone and it's going to be small. You're going to be able to hold it in your hand. And we went, no way, man, forget it. You, we just, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of buy-in. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, woo, it happened. And not only that, it running about $1,000 every time. Right. You need to update it and that's become normal course of life. You know? Yeah, I had a, one of those phones that was $3 a minute. Yeah. Oh, and that was oh, back then. I don't know? even remember, but yeah, I, it, it was just emergency use only, but you had to have one. Uh, you know, so Steve, what do we need to be thinking about? What do we need to understand? What are some of the largest misconceptions we have about cryptocurrency? I think the, I think the biggest one is, is that, uh, uh, you know, it's risky. It's, um, uh, only is being used for drugs and right, for black porn. Market, and, right, and, you know, it's, it's all the black market stuff, and you hear the stories about people getting busted and mm -hmm. and well, all of the bad things. Right. You know, quote back, you know, evil right. people on on there. But I I want to remind everybody that was the internet when it first started. Right, right. You know, we're going through the same curve, same development phases that the internet happened. Like 1989, there were 50 websites. By 1995, there were like 20 million websites, oh, something like that, in six years. We're right, we're right about where that curve starts turning oh. like that. And that's the reason it's important uh, that people start learning about the blockchain. And that's the reason I'm here. Um, I can describe it in a way that people get a concept of it and understand Please it. Please do. Okay. That that uh, that they can see this coming. It's, it's coming. Uh I don't know if Bitcoin will last. I can't say exactly which coin is right. going to make it or stay in the market. Similar to uh, the internet companies that came out. When it first came out, you stick .com behind your name and they just boomed. You know, there's all kinds of money going into it, flooding into the market. And most. And then there was a big crash. We'll see a big crash in this. I'm, I'm very convinced, you know, there will be a huge crash. Uh, but the ones that lived through that, Okay, like Amazon and Facebook and all these companies you could have bought for 50 cents are now in the thousands of dollars. Okay, the same thing with, with picking the right application to run on the blockchain. Okay, so help us understand blockchain a little bit because uh, that seems like 
uh, something we need to know more about yeah, in, in layman's terms. Yeah, it's a, it's a real big deal. In, in, um, at the 100,000-foot view, uh, the Internet made information available to everyone in the world. Because if you could get on the Internet, you could have information from all over the world. So it democratized information, and that made a huge difference, right? Right. Well, what the blockchain does, and uh, it makes available transferring value. In other words, doing business, making payments to anyone in the world peer to peer. Just like I, if I walked up to you and handed you cash, I don't need a bank to do that. Right. And the reason. Uh, if you look into um, the history of, like, uh, the Internet, for example, the reason the porn and the, and the drugs and all of those businesses were the early adopters because they're cash businesses. Mm. The banking system didn't work for those businesses. So, so naturally, the people that want peer-to-peer payment would, would gravitate there first. They okay. would be the earliest okay. adopters, Right. But just like the internet, too, it takes a while for everybody to start implementing that in their normal businesses. You know, now the internet isn't isn't just that. You know, right. now the internet's nearly everything. Okay. Right. I anticipate the same thing's going to happen with blockchain. Well, you're talking about it being a ledger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when I make payments to you, <clears throat> it's recorded on the bank's ledger. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So we, and if we have two banks, well. You know, they call my bank to make sure I have the money on my ledger, and then they transfer it to your bank on your ledger. Okay. Right. Now, that's a concept we can all understand. Right. Right. Now, if we were in the same bank, it would do it inside the bank. It would take it from my account and put it into your account, but it's on the bank's master ledger. Right. Okay. So, the blockchain is a distributed ledger to where... Every transaction in the last, say, 10 minutes is recorded on a ledger, like, like it would be if we were inside of one bank. Okay. Okay? Except that ledger travels with the payment. So now you have a, an account for every transaction in the last 10 minutes, and I have an account of every transaction in the last 10 minutes, including our, our transaction. Yes. Okay? Okay. There's two encryptions for that. One for the entire ledger, and then our transaction is encrypted. Okay. And we have access to only our transaction, but we have the entire database. All right. So everything that's happened until you've gotten it, that's what you have. All of it's recorded, and you have the entire database too. So every person with a transaction has the entire database, but they have access to their, their piece of it. Okay. Okay. Now, the importance of that is there's no bank because we both have the ledger. There's no third party needed to hold the ledger. Huh. But and, didn't he just make that simple? Didn't he just make that simple? Thank you, Steve. Oh, when, my goodness. And when yeah. I go to make a payment, it looks up on the ledger if I got the money. And if I do, it transfers it to you and sends that recording on and then updates the other 9,000 ledgers behind it because they're all connected. Now, my cynical mind says, hmm. No wonder <laughs> there is so much negative press, actually, about cryptocurrency, and there is some fear that's uh, really being 
kind of festering around it. I mean, here it is, this thing that has so much potential. But that, on the other hand, there's, oh, wow, danger, danger, Will Robson. You know, <laughs> there's this thing. Exactly. That we don't trust it. You, you start putting two and two together. Yeah. Okay. It's like, um, what I want to say is, who doesn't trust it? Who is it, who is it a danger to? Okay, who becomes irrelevant if we don't need a bank or the government, if we can do business directly with each other? Now, would that do anything with uh, Wall Street? Would that do anything? Would that change your opinion of Wall Street to, oh, say, the independent stock market and Main Street? Listen, we're going to listen to some of our sponsors. And when we get back, I hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as I am because Steve's got so much to offer. And know that you can find this information at offbeatbusiness.com and on OBBM Network Podcast. We're going to be right back uh, with more from Steve Mangum. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace, an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. Active killer shootings are no longer happening somewhere else. What would we do without a solid police force we can count on? News media across the nation would have you think we can't be sure we can trust our local law enforcement to have our best interests at heart. Blue Dragon International Consultants are here to support our first responders as they support the communities they serve. Retired Navy SEALs, FBI Crime Commission advocates, heads of homicide and violent gang units, high-ranking commission military officers, and retired police sergeants. These men are the best of the best, with multiple decades of experience protecting us on our homeland and abroad. And they're making sure the skills and techniques your officers have save lives and protect communities. Show your support for our men and women in blue, August 30th through 31st, 2018, Thursday and Friday before Labor Day weekend, right here in DFW. Blue Dragon presents Developing a Bulletproof Mind and a Bulletproof Heart. Two days to discover the most effective ways to respond to school and church shootings, ISIS threats, transnational gangs, and emotional recovery post-trauma. If your small business backs the blue, go to BDIC.net to discover critical ways you can support your first responders with your product or services and be included in the coveted founder circle as this training makes its way across the country. Blue Dragon presents critical tactics and strategies to face threats successfully and quickly resolve active killer shootings if they come to your neighborhood on August 30th through 31st, 2018. This all-star cast of legendary training superstars comes together for the first annual Blue Dragon Presents series to help our officers with effective procedures that meet today's challenges quickly with expert accuracy. Blue Dragon Presents, developing a bulletproof mind and a bulletproof heart to help our officers recover better and end the escalated suicide, addiction, and divorce rates that happen when we stumble past the unique and peculiar needs of traumatized officers. We can respond better. 
We can support better. We can heal our nation. Blue Dragon presents. Go to BDIC.net for information on a training event near you. BDIC.net, protecting and serving those who are protecting and serving us. And we're back. Hi, I'm Susan Hamilton, your host of the Offbeat Business Show on OBBM Radio Dallas and the OBBM Network Podcast, and you're watching Offbeat Business TV, which we record simultaneously. Today, I'm talking with Steve Mangum, and we've been talking about cryptocurrency, and we just made some pretty interesting connections as he's sharing with you how important it is to be able to take cryptocurrency as early as this year, folks. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just to summarize is... Basically, the blockchain is a distributed ledger, and every transaction is recorded upon it on that ledger. So, say in the last 10 minutes, there's 10,000 transactions, there's 10,000 copies of that ledger. And each copy has to match up exactly where one of the transactions have been changed or altered in some way. And so what happens if that's the case? Well, they'll, they'll rectify it. They pull out that transaction and, and then handle it. Which means they delete it? Well, they'll see what's wrong because something's happened. In other words, somebody has altered, tried to alter that or alter that. So do you find that there are any certain cryptocurrencies That's like a bounced check. You're not going to put that checking in in the ledger, right? You're going to take it out of the ledger because it's not valid. Okay. So that's a great representation. Thank you for really Mm -hmm. putting that into terms that we can understand. Or you're going to see what's up with that check and, you know. Yeah, because sometimes there's a number off, right? Or so, yeah, sometimes those things happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> it can be quite painful. But the the fact is, is that you're not able to do that because you're not able to write a bad check because you're not going to have the crypto to to do it with, the payment to make it with. So it won't allow you to make the payment in the first place. Okay, so it just jams everything up. It won't allow you to make the payment. Solved. You you know, it's like going to your bank and they say you don't have the money. It's well, oh, you you're not going to be able to buy that. Huh. So what are you trusting these days when you're looking at the cryptocurrency landscape? Uh, do you do you put your faith in? Uh, I know your faith is not in money, period, because uh, I know you. <laughs> but I want to know where you're trusting uh, the, this thing to go. Are you watching the sale move in a certain direction? Uh, well, if you're looking at it, it's just a payment system. It's just a payment system. Uh, we've gone way past that to where people are investing and looking at it as securities right, right. or store value, mm-hmm. not not a method of a, of a exchange. Right. Like as a, as a currency. Uh-huh. And as a currency, it isn't real good yet because it's very volatile. The price is very volatile. It's not very stable. That's just because it's like one-tenth or a half of one percent of the total cap payment system. There's not enough float out there to where... It's going to be very volatile because there's still relatively small numbers. It's like forty four hundred billion dollars or something capitalization. Okay, so the more people that adopt this, the more people that use it, the stronger this is going to be. Right. And so that's ultimately what's going to decide which coin lasts. Which that's we were right. talking about in the earlier segment. And the more stable it's going yeah. to be, the more stable the price is going to be because one transaction isn't going to make the price go way up or way down. Oh man. So you actually have decided to use this type of information to develop an entirely new company that's helping businesses deal with their waste so much wiser in a zero waste scenario. Tell us about zero waste. Okay, zero waste is uh, is a concept of uh, diverting all of your disposal, all of your uh, discards 
away from a landfill or burning. In other words, have it be reused somewhere, recycled, reused, uh, a resource for another business, local business, to where that isn't ended up in the environment and um, wasted. Right. Okay, so it's a, it's a mindset to start looking at these as assets or resources instead of waste or trash. Mm-hmm. So, we certainly need to. Right, so what we're doing, we're putting the waste waste management industry, which I hate to say it that way, uh, on the blockchain. And the reason we're putting it on the blockchain is because uh, there's transparency, there's tracking, and there's permanently recording of where those assets go to. And we're putting artificial intelligence on the back end uh, to where we learn where they're going, like what companies can use cardboard, what companies can use that plastic, what companies can use that. And then the, the token um, are being collateralized by that plastic and cardboard and tin and metals and all those recyclable, we'll just say recyclable Isn't materials. That fascinating? Yeah, so like the, the uh, dollar was once backed by gold. Mm-hmm. Well, our SAVE, S-A-V-E token, is backed by cardboard and plastic and glass and all those materials that are that it represents. So they give the token value, and the more it's used, the more value it, valuable it will become. And the the tokens actually create value for the assets that are being thrown away right now. Mm, totally changes everything. So when you start getting rewarded for doing the right thing, for like recycling, you get. 5,000 points or saves or so whatever. So I imagine you're working with municipalities right now. Uh, we're going business to business first. Oh, wow. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, we're going business to mm-hmm. businesses first. Um, uh, I like working with entrepreneurs because they're a little bit more, more open-minded. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's peer-to-peer payment. you got to remember it's peer-to-peer payment. So in, uh, there are companies that control the industry right now that uh, it's going to be a disruptive, it's going to disrupt, you know, the, primarily the people that have control of the information in the, in the businesses right now um, are the waste management companies. Well, what on earth do we, do, what do you need to get this in front of as many people possible? How do we get this offer, this, this ability to make sense of our garbage and actually actually cause recycling because a lot of communities really they say they're recycling and everything goes to the same same yeah. thing. So yeah. I mean there there are so many things that we can do better here. Well, what we're actually going to do we're building an uh, a DAP a decentralized application that runs on our, our own blockchain. Okay. 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 That's the way to do it. Those apps. So it's a decentralized application. In other words, uh, we're in. We have created a Internet of Things dumpster, a smart dumpster, okay? And that dumpster, when it's full, calls for a ride, just like you'd call for an Uber ride. And it says, I'm full of cardboard. I need to go to this recycle center over here, okay? And y'all tell me how much you'll give me a ride over there for, and then the companies will bid on the best price to take it from point A to point B. Now, if they take it to point C, if they take it to the landfill, guess what? Would you pay for a mm-hmm. ride if Uber took you to the wrong location? Or the landfill? Or, no. Right. <laughs> they don't get paid. Right. Okay. okay. So, so once it's delivered to the right location, 
it pays the source for the cardboard and it pays the hauler for the ride. Hmm. Okay. Well, and it that's pays for a transaction fee or conversion fees and stuff like that for us, you know, for the DAP, you know, so running the system. How can people find out more about you and more about this product? Yeah, if, if you're interested in finding out about that, there's a white paper at uh, zerowasteadvocacy.com and just go in there. Is that spelled out zero? Zero, uh, the word zero, mm-hmm. wasteadvocacy.com, yeah. Excellent. So, friends, you're going to have all of that information accompanying this video and accompanying the, the podcast so that people can find out more about you. Is there any way that they can reach out to Steve Mangum? EVP, like Executive Vice President, zero waste advocacy. Yeah. <laughs> there That'd you be go. the best way. Okay. Well, make sure that information is there, friends. I hope that you take this seriously because things are changing now. And this isn't the only conversation I've had. And I know it's not the only conversation you've had. People are talking about cryptocurrency and they don't understand how it relates to their business. But this is that pivotal time, friends. And we are stepping out. People are stepping out today and we need to make sure that our businesses are able to adapt and to take this on. Reach out to Steve Mangum, learn more about this, find out how you can get involved with Zero Waste Advocacy uh, and see just what that means for your company. I think you'll be quite amazed. Until next time, this is Susan Hamilton. You've been watching Offbeat Business TV, listening to the Offbeat Business Show on OBBM Podcast Network and OBBM Radio Dallas. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate you. You've been listening to the Offbeat Business Show. Find our lineup, podcast, magazine, event calendar, and sponsor information, even our membership directory, all available on the Offbeat Business app or at offbeatbusiness.com. Download the Offbeat Business app today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.